I am unashamed. What about you? This set looks really unique. Yeah, it does. I mean, it's uh, the first time I've been back here. I think y'all did a podcast or two with Zach here from some other emergency. I mean, no recollection of that whatsoever. I think, Cole, weren't y'all here? Yes. So you just can't. During the hurricane. I bet that was memorable. (laughs) I did it, and I I don't even remember. So Phil has got my seat. I sat in that chair there for, what, 12 years? Long time. So and pre does, does being back in this room pre show does it bring back all your memories of working like when you used to have to actually work I, for I a living? I just feel incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable right now because this is where Godwin sat, <laughs> and and we know from the show that hemorrhoids are contagious, right? That was on. The it side. was so funny. We had a refrigerator behind us here, and because you notice all the signs here, all these have meaning. Like that sign, "Do not touch anything on this table." I put that for the TV show people. Because they kept messing with my tools. Right. Then Jay got mad about people sitting in his chair, so he went with the don't sit in this chair, hemorrhoids are contagious. But the funniest thing he did is he put a hellfire and brimstone verse on the refrigerator. Yeah, it was ex- Exodus something. It was like thieves will be punished to the death, stoned. And so stoned I, and burned alive. So when I, we were all sitting here, you got Gawain, Martin, you got me, Cy, and Jay, and he's just throwing a fit because somebody's stealing things out of the refrigerator. So me and Cy are like, what kind of person? And we were like having this banner. Well, the two quiet ones were the two biggest guys. Martin and Godwin were just sitting there, and I said, I think this investigation is over. That's right. The silence spoke volumes. The silence and the extra 100 LBs. The disappearance of snacks, <laughs> of foodstuffs, yeah. has always been a big deal around here. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing in my house. I have one, I have two dogs that are supposed to be the same size, and one of them is twice as big as the other. <laughs> one of them six pounds, one of them's three. And Missy says, I don't know how they're eating so much dog food. I said, not they. <laughs> well, I remember, <laughs> I remember a speech I gave you boys. When y'all were with, but fledglings, fledglings, Jace, young bucks, early teenage, 15, 13 to 14, 15, I sat y'all down one day down there and I said, boys, I said, you see all these? Because y'all were saying, oh, I tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, we don't know. I said, listen, there'll come a time, there'll come a day. You see these boys with these all these jacked up four-wheel drives and yeah. fi- fine vehicles and all that stuff. And they, they all said, yeah. I said, that'll be y'all just shortly. It's coming. And they said, all of them. I mean, I don't know whether you were with them or not, but the whole little crew. I know Willie was there and Jay. I'd they, probably moved on by then. Yeah, they laughed. My truck is very economical. <laughs> it is not jacked up looking like a But Willie's is. Well, that's what I was getting to. Uh, maybe we need to have a midlife intervention. <laughs> I was just speaking of an era where – you know, it'll all pay off, and y'all be you'll get, you'll get your reward. But what's ironic, Dad, is you're right. But it didn't happen for a long time. Like that's right. It all happened for everybody when they were older. Yep. So I think that's Willie's problem. He's almost fifty years old, but he's driving around these trucks like he's an eighteen year old buck. You know, with these big yeah. jacked up. What yeah. what was what happened during that time of your life that sent Willie? You know, because he's. Where did it go wrong? <laughs> well, no, Willie ended up where he is when, we, when I got the memo that he was taking over the concession, the the, the candies and oh, yeah, the cookies. That's true. When he took over that business at the <laughs> local junior you high. You knew he had some trader jack in him. I remember seeing that on he the He was short-circuiting the, the vending machines, and mm-hmm. they were using that money to furnish, to, to furnish the money for the football team to buy jerseys now. Willie, Willie cut in there and yeah. cut rate prices at Walmart, <laughs> undersold all the candy. Pe- oh, all look, the- I remember seeing. Took over the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The concession it? stand. No, concession look, stand. The last two rows of the school bus, because, you know, we rode the bus for an hour and a half for years. Yep. That that turned into Willie's, like, management place. Yep. Th- there were that thousands a- <laughs> of candies and coins. <laughs> And he had all his people working for him, which he paid nobody. 
He, yeah. I was like three rows up just watching the proceedings. But you he, weren't one of his employees. No, he paid them in candy. You know, they were. It was a financial coup, and Willie's fleet of workers were mainly were little girls. Oh yeah, and I mean, you know he why? Literally took over the concession business so, and had it going good. Until the principal finally got wind of it, and they said, "We we got to so shut, most people shut him don't, down." Most people don't know this because Willie's had the beard all the time they've known him. Underneath that beard, there's two dimples. He's got a dimple on each side, and he had a way of doing that, you know, hundred watt smile with yep. the dimples that he just he got all that labor for his business. That's oh, what that's he did. Right. That's how that's how he operated. Now he tells a story. I've heard him do a speech before. That he also you you can verify if you ever saw this that he also put on a little show to get to help his business on the bus. So he he said he'd take a quarter somebody paid him he'd put it under his arm like a jukebox mm-hmm. and he would drop it down in his hand in his pocket and then he would sing a, maybe a foreigner song jukebox hero maybe. Oh, uh, he's still doing that today. Really? Oh, he in his speeches. Yeah. He he does the the jukebox hero. So he has a different point, but it's same material. Because <laughs> when I we went to Canada at a country uh, music uh, concert, were, you you and the, you and Al and, and Jeff and I guess the, your buddies, y'all ended up. If you sat here for thirteen years, you worked as the workforce, and Willie was the brains. Yep. Oh, well, he oh. was he was the big wig. Yeah. Oh, I get it. He was putting the deals. Take over the concession business when you're about <laughs> twelve, and you you got you got good things coming. I mean, it never bothered me because every time he came in this door, I'm like, "Stay in your lane," because I mean, you can't fire me. I'm his brother. I'm like, you don't know a duck. And he doesn't call. know how to do duck. Yeah, calls. I'm like, you you, uh, no, and so. It basically worked pretty well. It did. Now you you showed me this while ago. You was like, "What well, is? Look, when we this, this was here when I oh. this is not set up. This was here when I'll I came." I'll tell you in. the story behind this. Y'all thought I was kidding about this, and if you're listening, I'll just hold held up a, a CD. I mean, a DVD of Outlaw Josie Wales. Mm-hmm. So when this, we they're still laying here in the room. So here's why that's here. I'll tell you the story. You're you're not gonna like this, Phil, but I'm just it's a <laughs> confessional. <laughs> So when we were going to hire somebody, you know, Willie's like, hey, you know, stick that guy in the duck call room. Y'all teach him how to do this. We would make him watch that. And all the other workers would judge his responses on, on whether it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> if he didn't laugh when he was supposed to, bump. <laughs> Did y'all have like a two-way glass? That no, you're... we all just sat here oh. and watched it, but we're looking at him. Oh, yeah, keeping an eye on us. I never yeah. thought about that particular litmus test. <laughs> I was like, if you don't get this movie, you can't work here. So his skill set began with... Uh, uh, how where, he reacted. Yeah. Where, how he reacted to... Because this is an intimate set. You know, we come in here, even though we're way away and this seems kind of weird. If you spend <laughs> I years... Feel like, I feel like it feels way yeah. over there. It's like... Where if is you it? spend years in here, you... This you have to be able to cohabit with these people. Yep. That's why Sai, we tried to get him as he was in the far corner. He was up there making reeds. Yeah, but like you noticed how far he was from everybody yeah, I else. That. Well, it, it, you know, well, it's because he only talks in one tone, loud. Yeah, I mean that's no matter what he's talking about. But the good news is, <clears throat> looking back now, we can all look back and grin. It was it was it worked. Well, it worked. So the reason we're here is because we're still in this ice storm, which today is is the day where it warmed up enough, which, look, I never thought 40 degrees seems like 100. That's now. right. Yeah. I'm like, it's 40 degrees. I was out when it was 33, and I was thinking, man, it's so nice and balmy. And yeah. it was getting 16, and I thought, wait a minute, what's wrong with me? It's 33 and 16 is still cold, but when you've gone through the deep freeze of the week, yeah. I mean, it was bad. So it's still ice on the roads and all, but it was safe enough. To what we got here, and so that, we're working our way, Dad, out to you. So it was, we were Jace's. Now we're here. Maybe yeah. in two more days we'll be there. Here. Were hundreds of limbs anywhere from the size of your arm to the size of your leg, a few the size of your body. Crack! They just the weight of the ice. They would just come down and just strip everything beneath them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it went on. I mean, nonstop. And I, when that started there, uh, day before yesterday in the evening, yep. started in the evening, 
I said, this might be a pretty good, pretty eye-opening <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's been rough. I mean, the dogs were barking and running outside after a big crack, then co-woom on top of the... You didn't well, want to be uh, walking around. Out we there. have a little roof damage around there, you know, but I I mentioned it, uh, this cool snap that came through. You know, when you get these guys pontificating on global warming and this and that and the other. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up. Look, so look. I'm like, man, if it had not been for global warming, we would have froze our butts off. <laughs> this is what I did. Woo, thank you for global warming because, boy. <laughs> look. So before, no, you're not going to believe this. So before, I was so interested in this, and I've been cooped up so long, and and y'all embarrassed me on the last podcast because, you know, my wife filmed this uh, epic fail of yeah, me yeah, running. Somebody, somebody showed me that. It was a pretty, pretty good, pretty good little yeah, it slip hurt. and fall. I, I fell, and I didn't. <laughs> did know you my... laugh? Did you laugh as much as I did when you watched it? I laughed because I, I said I, that that was not a good move <laughs> because I was just walking on go. this stuff, and I mean I was. Sliding. Oh man, I was. I've uh, had at least a hundred texts in the last couple of days of people that saw that. Yeah, and my response is no. I would not have won the ten thousand dollars if that was still going on. That would have been the undercard, you yeah. know, on America's funniest, funniest videos. videos. Yep. It would have been one of them that led up to the epic happening of right. the $10,000 winner. But I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. So I forgot what I was even going to say. Oh, about the global warming. So I was, I, I had the same thought. So I Googled, if global warming is real, why is it so cold? That's what I put. And I did a search. You don't have the internet, so you're missing out on these fantastic uh <laughs> <laughs> so the I'm not- missing so much. <laughs> yeah. So the top link was a paper from uh, somebody from Yale. And so I started reading this thing. And I actually jotted down a few notes. I can't believe you brought that up. So here's here was basically their logic. I, I laugh so hard. And, you know, people say, what is this global warming? You know, we're, the pollution and the air travel is creating greenhouse greenhouse emissions carbon emissions and look maybe so 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 i'm not denying (laughs) that i like like the way you just lump that whole debate into two and a half seconds yeah maybe so yeah yeah, whatever maybe so but here's the problem like phil so i look and it said and these are the facts yale i mean here we go the temperature (laughs) has risen one degree since 1880 (laughs) Now, this, this wasn't something he was supposing. He was like, these are the facts. Yep. And I thought, at this rate, in another 100 years, we'll be... Another degree. 83. I mean, from 82. I just thought, what the heck are we getting some men out of shape for? I'm using your own facts. <laughs> well, And I just noticed, it's funny you said that, because John Kerry just said two days ago or yesterday that... In nine years, it's over, unless we do something. Well, not at one degree per hundred and twenty years. <laughs> I was just quoting him. So let me let me tell you where this rabbit hole went because I want to answer the question. Right. What was the Yale thesis <laughs> answer? Hang on, let's take a break for that. So you never thought COVID could cost you your home, did you, Jace? You never know these days, you Al. You never know, but it might be because cybercrime is up seventy five percent. And by far, the most serious cybercrime to worry about is home title theft. So basically what happens is cyber criminals, your, your title to your home is somewhere in some digital place. They hack in, they, they get your title, they put their name on it, and then they go borrow a bunch of money against you. They come for, foreclose on your house, and you're like, wait a minute, I didn't sell my house. Or, I mean, it's just, what, what's the verse? Invent ways of doing evil? Yep. And so that's exactly what happens here. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. So that's why we're encouraging you to protect your home with Home Title Lock. HomeTitleLock.com. You register your address. You find out if you're already a victim. Use the code RADIO, and you're going to receive 30 free days of protection. So that's HomeTitleLock.com, code RADIO, and make sure to not lose your home. So this paper said, and I'm I'm just giving you the bullet points. 
it basically said the reason when it's so cold, what you're forgetting, the reason global warming is still a thing, is that it's hot somewhere. And I thought, are they going Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett here? <laughs> they did a song because, you know, Jimmy Buffett, he, he leans left. Just because oh, yeah. you're very few country music singers do, but I'm aware of that with him. And I thought, they're in this thing together. They're like, yeah, it's negative 23 where my daughter has been residing in, in Minnesota. But it's 47 somewhere. <laughs> so they come up with a song for you. I know you don't listen to country music. Alan Jackson, Jim, Jimmy Buffett. They were like, and it starts off talking about the weather. It's cold. and Or it says... The day's moving by like a slow day, and then it's like, but it's so hot, and I'm working. And even though it's not, it's early in the day, it's like noon. I don't care because it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> so he's going to go fix him a drink. That yeah. was the logic on why he he wants, yeah. to, wants to have a drink. And the logic of this glo global warming study is that it's hot somewhere. <laughs> well, I've been on the earth all I can tell you about what I've seen in 74 years. In 74 years, all I know for sure is, because I reel back time, I've never seen a week of February be this cold. I right? neither. This, this, this broke all of my records that I've seen in the month of February. But they would say, yeah, but somewhere it's hot yeah. by one degree. Yeah. On and, average. And somewhere it's 5 o'clock. So, so, Dad, we talked about this. Uh, 40 years ago, we had a week similar to this, but it was earlier. In January. It was in January because we hunted yep. and everything locked up. But that's, you know, 40 years later, here we are. So it doesn't. It happens. It happens. You're going to have these big. It's a, it's a rare thing, though. Polar vortex, you know, but I, I'm a Jason. So then I went off that and because, look, I was trying to get information. I really wanted to know what they said. And I just told you what they said. You think I'm making fun of it, but I, that is the you can read that. And that is basically what the argument was. So, it's, so so then I went from that to just it's so cold jokes, like redneck jokes. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote down a couple for you. Oh, you've been working on your humor. <laughs> Ow, I've been stuck in a house six days. <laughs> Who's so been your – who have you tried this? Did you try this them out is, on Missy? This is yeah, I did. Yeah. The, well, the first one I said you – know, Missy's a tough critic for humor. I, I don't the know. first one I told her, I said, it's as cold as a frosted frog. And she said, that's not funny. I said, it's not intended to be funny. I was trying to get to the point that frogs, when they hibernate, they they don't totally enclose themselves in the mud. So the part that's exposed, he's frosted, he's right, frosted now. right now. So I just thought it, was, it wasn't intended to be funny. She's like, don't do that. But I did. <laughs> and it had some alliteration to it. That would be that would be funny oh, at man. church. I love frogs. I love hunting frogs. I love thinking about frogs. And a frosted frog has a little bit of them. They get better. Yeah, I guess. It was so cold on the way over here, I saw a dog stuck to a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> I told that to Missy. Look, she never <laughs> broke stride. I said, That's funny. I said, you, ma'am, are an oak. She said, I don't get it. I said, babe, dogs, they pee. As soon as I said they pee, she said, oh, I get it now. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I told you, if you if, if Missy is the judge of jokes, you, you're, you're going to walk away from comedy. Well, I'm going to tell you the that. The funny part was me trying these out on her. Yep. And look, there were a lot more. Yeah. These were the best ones. Oh, okay. I said, it was so cold, I walked outside and I created beard sickles. She said, that's not funny. <laughs> That happens. I've seen you. So you were three for three. No ha ha ha. No ha ha. So then there was number four. And look, this one I didn't think was funny. Uh-oh. She audibly laughed. Uh-oh. I said, it's so cold, I just saw Richard Simmons in pants. <laughs> now she laughed. That's pretty She fun. said, that's, that's funny. That's clever. That's yeah. pretty so good. So once I got the laugh, I stopped. <laughs> you pulled a Costanza. I'm tough, out. Tough crowd. So, Your that, wife was a tough crowd. Remember, Dad, we used to watch Dangerfield? Dangerfield said, you know, when he just done, they, they wouldn't, he's like, he said, 
Tough crap. Yeah, that's <laughs> can't get doing. a laugh out of them. I think opposites attract. And now what we did go into then was the real meaning of what happens in these disasters is that on the positive side is that I have seen more people helping other people, especially back yep. where I'm from in Austin at that locale. They formed a group, the, a neighborhood group text in, in with the school, and there have been more people cooking hot meals and buying diapers for other people. And it's just constant. And even here I noticed, uh, I saw where Carl Malone, who, you know, the NBA basketball player, that we, he's been in this duck call shop yeah, uh, before. He, Carl uh, Malone. He turned a, his car dealership car. into, they just started cooking and, and feeding all the people that were stranded. Because over to the west of us, they got it way more severe right. than we did. But, look, there's a thousand stories out there like that. And I, I just think that that's one of the great things about America. I mean, believers or unbelievers, they tend to come together yeah. in, in places of, in times of crisis. So, you know, that that has been awesome. And we talked about that <clears throat> some, Jason, on the last podcast. Of course, Dad wasn't with us, we had Zach, that unfortunately there's a mindset now of people, and some of us regionalized, I think, in cities and stuff, but, you know, the rural idea is <clears throat> if some, something happens, you start looking out for helping folks. I mean, a, a, a tree falls across the road anywhere around here. There's some, there's some rednecks out there with chainsaws getting off the road immediately. No doubt. We, no were, doubt. we were doing that very thing yesterday. Another thing you need to think about is uh, uh, when people uh, start interacting with one another, trying to help one another, uh, it's a good sign because these days in modern-day America, people are kind of conditioned so that they will be dependent yep. on the government, uh, this program or that program, and what happens mm-hmm. is, in other words, you, you got a clear text, make it your ambition to live a quiet life, mind your own business, work hard with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life will win the respect of outsiders. And this has to mean something, especially mm-hmm. in, in the times of a big ice storm or anything other, any other kind of storm. All right. So that you won't have to be dependent on anybody. Right. Yeah. It is the best way to roll. Especially the government. Well, look, uh, especially, that, because what will happen is you'll get it in your mind, well, I'm paying for my water. Where is it? I'm paying for my electricity. Where is it? Yeah. I, I paid them for it. Yeah. And they said, here's what this is going to cost you to run electricity to you have. This is the bill. Well, if you're paying the bill, you found yourself in a situation where you're dependent on them because they – they owe you the electricity because you paid right. your electric bill this month. Yeah, until well, you ha- it, until it, you it doesn't a- come forth. Take the state of Texas. I mean, there were millions and millions and millions of Texans <clears throat> out there. They were just hung out to dry. Fortunately, you know, I'm 74, so I was old enough to be raised, you know, in a log house with a fireplace at one end of it. There were no heaters, no central air, no no air conditioners at all. So... We got used to just put the back log on, yep. get, you, get you a big big log for the night because yep. you want that to last till in the morning, scrape around a little bit when just after daylight comes and start throwing some wood in there and get you another fire built. Right. Yeah. We just thought, but we never dream life is hard. <laughs> or, or that somebody's going to have to come save us. And somebody's going to come save us. No. I mean, I mean, if you wanted milk, you well, went out there and milked the cow to come in there if you wanted butter. Somebody had to churn it, you know, with a stick with a paddle on the end of it. So what I'm saying is, smokehouse, you got meat hanging up out there in it. And as a boy, I remember that. And this was no dependence on anybody. I mean, it was like, and if somebody walked in and said, boy, you know, times are hard, looks like. We'd have said, it'd been like those old Westerns. We'd have said, what? (laughs) No, times are good. What? So, so to, to 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 prove your point, you're talking about almost seventy years ago. Yeah, the forty years ago, the one I mentioned earlier, we were without power for about ten days down there on the river. Sure, Granny and Power there. We did the same thing then. Sure. In other words, thirty. Did years you hear ago, anybody saying, no. "Man, what in the world? We have lost our electricity." We, well, unfortunately, we, it becomes political. I mean, the news. What little news I've watched 
because I've been home so much. They're they're all blaming each other. Oh, and and, and Jace, here's the thing. Um, almost immediately they started that. Yeah. I mean, in other words, we we were one day into the thing and figuring it out. And here comes the blame game. This well, guy's not doing. I'm sitting this. there thinking, from a godly viewpoint, this what God said thousands of years ago in this Bible: love your neighbor. That's really tra- uh, ringing true right now. <laughs> Big oh. time. No I mean, you just about think it. about what is getting people through it. Yeah. It's not politics. It's no. people loving their neighbor. Right. That, that, that's the way it should be. The and, Ken and, folks came together and said, we're going to kill a couple of hogs. So the date, they'd wait till it was a cold day. October used to be pretty cold around here. Global warming got them. But anyway, <laughs> they'd come up there, the Ken folks would, and they'd they all come together. And it was like a, a kind of like a gathering, but it all centered around a couple of these big hogs they had fattened up. Mm-hmm. Well, that meat I told you about smoking in the smokehouse, yep. that was bacon, ham. I mean, they, 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 they had him. I mean, not down, all the way down to the intestines. I mean, they ate literally his brains. <laughs> Brains, brains, and hog head cheese, eggs, and brains. Phil, you're so you're so weird. <laughs> no, I'm saying this is the way. People no, I'm live. saying that's what people would say. They're like, "Oh, that's oh, weird." Hey, hang on, let's take a break. So I've got good news to share about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. Uh, they've expanded their coverage dramatically, which will make it easier for more Americans to dump the big name carriers who charge way too much money and donate their money to leftists. I love this company because they're conservative, and they're saying that when you look at all the other big carriers, they're basically a lot of left-leaners. And so what they're offering is is a way to be able to provide your cell phone service, but also do it to some Christian conservatives. So if that's interesting to you, you'd like to switch, you get to keep your own phone number, or you can bring your own phone and buy a new one, you know, your choice. Buy a bundle with multi-line discounts, you save even more. It's patriotmobile.com slash fill. Or you can give them a call at 972-PATRIOT. This month gets free premier activation when they set up the phone for you and a special gift with the offer code Phil. So it's patriotmobile.com slash Phil, patriotmobile.com slash Phil, or 972-PATRIOT. Check these guys out. But a lot of that is the media, I think, creates those well, they situations. They it's like if the, you're going to live on... The South Texas or South Louisiana, if you're going to live on the coast, Florida, start down the coast. Hurricane. Al, you're going to get blown away. They're coming. But you didn't think you would have a 10-inch snowstorm. Like I saw some town right on the Mexico-Texas border. If you live on the earth from time to time, (laughs) you're going to see a tornado, a storm, an ice storm. Uh, summertime cloud burst <coughs> tornado. I mean, it's just the way life is. Well, every time there's a hurricane that hits, I hear the same people saying, "See, global warming, these bad hurricanes." How long do you think hurricanes been hitting the southern coast? Wow, oh, it's yeah. hot somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not getting. You're right. That I'm is it. the point of the. They're like, it's five o'clock. The somewhere. Hebrew writer said the planet Earth, the heavens and the earth. They are, the earth is swearing out, and yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be rolled up like a, a, a scroll, and, and it'll disappear. Well, it is swearing out. They did say a fire yep. is going to occur. They did. But I'm waiting on the global warming to me, your, your sign that it's fixing to be global warming, it's fixed to be a reality, is when you hear, because <laughs> it... <laughs> That you can read or, or Second words, Peter, read Second sound. Peter three, and you'll see what I'm talking. When or, you hear that sound, guess what? You say global warming is real. No, it's global not going to be that. You're going to hear a loud musical instrument, trumpet, <laughs> a trumpet call, and you say, "I wonder who in the world can be that loud on a trumpet." When you see that, all you got to remember, Al, it's fixed to get hot here. My daughter asked me that one time. She's like, "Well, if Jesus comes back here." Will the people in Asia and Europe, will they have time to then <laughs> repent? Because like, they're the other side of the world. <laughs> I think if you can fly from the third dimension of heaven, you can pretty much fly around at the same time. I think I think you'll have sound control for the whole I said planet. it might be a time-stopping moment. This is big picture, big, big picture. 
Well, and, why, and, why couldn't you just click pause? He could do that. Because. I mean, you see that on a movie. We're all going to just pause. Yep. But you think about it. <clears throat> that's why we would be called, well, we would be called idiots first. We would be called science deniers because we're not running around with our hands up in there. So, oh, no, what's going to happen? But yeah. the difference is the these global warming or whatever now, climate change, they keep changing the name. Because now you call it climate change, Dad, so it can be anything. It's too cold. It's too sure. hot. It's all the same. But the reason, the, the difference in the way we view it and they view it is that we don't believe we can fix it. See, and, the, the, and they say all it will cost is how many trillion? Whatever, whatever, right. An and we're like, that's not up climate. to, we, we look at the Bible, we say God's in control of the whole situation. And he said when the day comes, he's taking it down. So we, we don't run around with our hands. I think it's a thief. He comes like a thief. We don't know the day. Right. It's because we've all, even us as believers, you just get up every day and it's a new day. And this has happened for so long. It, it it will be like it'll be not surprising because you know first thessalonians 5 said this day should not surprise you when jesus right. goes back but it will be like oh i mean what 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 would be a lesser degree of surprise you you're not surprised as in he came back you're surprised oh on this day right so right. I, that's basically his point yep. that well, it was today well, the yep. problem for these people now that are so panicked is that there's so many talking heads on television predicting these dates. So the date comes and goes, you know, the, this year is the end point for all. It comes and it goes and keeps going. And yep. nobody goes back and says, well, I thought you said this was 10 years ago we were done. Yep. Now it's, you know, nine years from now. AOC says, you know, it's going to be about this year. Well, that's what I say every time. Every time I see one of these weird <laughs> theories about here's the day. You know, the Mayans said it was like 2020. 12. Sometime. Oh, was it 12? I think it was 2012, wasn't it? So I'm like, I know when it's not going to be. <laughs> oh, yep. Came and went. Yeah, because I was doing a, we were doing a tour of the, in Cancun about that. And that guy who was a mind of mind descent, he was like, "Oh yeah, this is this, this is where I'm going to be on 2012 and whatever the tw- December 21st, 2012, because it's all happening." And I remember this was about 2010. I thought, well, I, re- "I never forgot that." And then when that day came and went, I thought, "I wonder if that old boy was standing there at that whatever he was going to stand at," because 2012 just kind of came and went, you know, along with the rest of them. The yeah. Almighty's pretty plain. You don't know when he's coming. He, well, says, he says that he- over and over. And yet, Jace, you're right. How many, how many people want to just talk about end times and eschatology, which is the big word? I mean, they just want to just live there, and it's like, really, like that shouldn't really be a focus because it's going to happen, but we're not going to know. Which well, is I right. got a guy who loves Jesus, and he's one of my good friends, but he he spends his spare time looking for the signs of the end. Yeah, the numbers. And I'm like, you're wasting time. That's what I say. Let's, I was, let's take another break. So he's coming like, he's like, yeah, but it's fun for me. I was like, you're wasting time. <laughs> Spend that time sharing Jesus with people. Yeah. So have them ready when he gets here, not, oh, here's when he's coming. I mean, That's there's right. a big difference in, in the way you motivate people mm-hmm. through that. I mean, he says this a couple times, you know, when he says uh, in first or second Peter, when he says the heavens will disappear and the earth will be laid bare and burned up. And it's like since... This is going to happen. What kind of people should you be? I mean, there there is some motivation there, but ultimately, if you read this New Testament, the motivation is what Jesus did. That that is the plan. That that's when you go through the book of Acts, like we've been doing. The plan was: here's who Jesus is. Here's what he did. Here's what he will do, and that's what cut people to the heart. A side benefit of that is when the global warming does happen, and I mean the the ultimate warming, oh. as in way too fast, way too quick, <laughs> then, okay, yeah, you're ready. But still, it's not about a place. It's about the people and, and ultimately our relationship with God that wins out. I mean, I've said this many times, but I feel passionately about it. I mean, with my wife, I would go anywhere with her because I'm with her. Right. So ultimately, wherever we go, we're we're doing it together, and I, that's that's the same thing that I said about our faith. In my immature faith, I used to say, "Oh, I'm following Jesus because I want to go to heaven," but as I've matured, I'm like, "I'm following Jesus because 
I want to be with Jesus forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in heaven. Yeah. And that's the difference. Well, Al, I don't know why uh, you're, you're the ideology that they're hammering on now, certain individual, the globe and warming crowd, they ought to love the Apostle Peter. Uh, the day of the Lord will be like a thief. The world's going to come to an end. That's what they're hollering. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it laid bad. All the left-wingers ought to be saying, yay, Peter. Peter agrees with <laughs> he us. Was believing. He was the original uh, climate change. And we're guy. saying, but but Peter said, y'all are, y'all are correct. So so calm down when we get a little bit. You know, don't try to move it up some because when this day happens, you better be ready there, all of you. Here's so, the kicker, though, Dad. He said that 2,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so you had this week, uh, speaking of this, so you had Bill Gates, one of the richest people in the world, you know, has all this Internet and Microsoft money. And so he says nobody should be eating meat. We should be eating synthetic meat. We should grow microbes into meat. Will that help you in the heat? Apparently, saying? that keeps the cows from releasing methane gas, which is destroying the ozone layer, is what he said. Well, here's my deal. When the son was in the pig pen, and he came to his senses after a life of rebellion, drunkenness, orgies, and the like, his father was waiting you know, on the trail home, yep. and he sees the son, and he put a robe on him, he put a ring on his finger, and he killed the fattened calf, <laughs> the creator of the universe. And Jesus said that. In response to why I'm eating with you wicked people, <laughs> the culmination of the story was gathering around a dead cow and eating filet mignon. I'm like, that's in. That's right. <laughs> I'm going with it till I die. Exactly now, look, right. if you want to eat the synthetic version of it and still come, great. <laughs> I love it because I'm not sure we have enough cows to feed everybody. So I love people that don't want to eat it. I've been with these people all week. My, you know, i got all these teenagers in my house. <laughs> Missy's cooking the greatest meals ever. And they're oh. like, oh, I don't think I like that. Look, and one night, one of them said, hey, guess what? I just ordered Outback. I said, that was a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, I, go I said, back. how are they going to get here? They yeah. said, well, it was open online. I said, well, it ain't open on the sidewalk out there. <laughs> I go back to Hebrews six seventeen because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of what was promised. That's us. He confirmed it with an oath. You say, is there going to be a last day? God says, it's going to be a last day. I'm going to come. I'm going to punish those who don't know me and who have not obeyed the gospel. They're going to be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from my presence. When I come down and all of the believers are going to marvel at what they see. That's 2 Thessalonians. But this says, God made the oath, I will save y'all. He did this so that by two unchangeable things in which it's impossible for God to lie, he said, it's impossible for me to lie, and I'm telling you right now, I'm going to deliver you. I'm going to make good on the promise I made Abraham back over there. I'll save you. We who have fled to take hold of the hope offered, that's us. We said, we're, coming, we're running to God. To us may be greatly encouraged, we have this hope. God said, I will save you. Don't worry about the pandemics when they come and go. The storms will come and go. They'll all pass. Hunker down. Uh, be self-contained. Don't be dependent on, on men. Just depend on me. Love your neighbor. I, I love your neighbor and love me. I'll get you out of here alive now. And I'm telling you, and we have that hope that we're going to get out alive no matter what the weather does, what pandemics do, viruses. We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So with me, Al, I'm like, we have a hope, and if you're not a child of God, you don't. Right. I'm just <clears throat> saying, first things first, better get well, it right with God because one of these days, oh, what them left-wingers are hollering about there's a global heating coming. 
Well, well no doubt about it. And and mainly you nailed it because really <clears throat> environmentalism in general to some people has become a religion. I mean, it is. It is their religion. It is their religion. And I love the environment. I do too. I mean, who's more conservationist than the three of us? I mean, yeah. in terms of creating things for the environment, nobody does more than we do. So it's not that we don't love the environment, but yeah. we don't worship the created. We worship the creator, and I think that's the most consistent. Way difference. back when y'all were boys, it was coming up, and I looked around down there, and the electricity would go off really a lot. I mean, oh. uh, when when we had a dirt road going in there where right. we live, it would go off a lot. Multiple. I times. said, I told Ms. K, I said, if we ever have the funds, the first thing I'm going to do is buy <laughs> me a generator, one of these automatic ones that I don't even have to go out there and crank the thing up and put gas on it. Right. The fuel tank will be there. It, this computerized world, uh, somebody will be monitoring that particular generator to make sure it's running good, pay them a little fee. They come up here and they check it out from time to time, mm -hmm. keep the propane bottle full. And look, 10 seconds, if some storm comes over and knocks down the power lines, which it's done multiple times this year between yeah. hurricanes and this freeze-out, <laughs> I'm I'm sitting there. I said, "Well, there go into electricity, black dark. We're all we're sitting there watching television. <laughs> Boom! It all leaves." I said, "The old generac out there is sitting there. Ten seconds. Nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. Boom! <laughs> Ever the lights come back on, I'm like, kudos to the generator people. <laughs> and look, we rode that sucker for three days, and somebody says." So you didn't miss a thing. So if you're going to take money and invest in things and men and depend on it, just get you a generator if you're worried about <laughs> your life. Today's message out. is trust in Jesus yeah. and buy a generator. That's buy right. a generator. <laughs> trust take, in God and buy a generator while you're at it. Let's take one last break. He expects you to be more than an idiot. I mean, if you say, I wonder if we're ever going to have a hurricane. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wonder if we're ever going to have ice six inches a foot deep. Uh, yeah, from time to time, time. you're going to get them. It's about every 40 years. You say, well, we, you know, well, why spend all that money on a generator if it don't come around yeah. about every 15 or 20 years? Well, here we are. And the last time we saw it, Jace, was back in there about me and Al. When we went duck hunting on the bank that day, it was two. We killed yeah. a few ducks. But well, you say, how long has that been? That was the 80s. 40 years ago. You're not 40 gonna, years ago. You're not going to believe this. I told you. I'm I was, just ready just in case. I told you something to happen to me this morning that you would find unbelievable. I, was, I told you, I was, uh, but I didn't want to tell you what it was. So I live in town. I mean, I know I'm in Louisiana, but you, Al, I live by you. Yeah, I mean, we're in Yuppieville. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. City dwellers. We City did a, dwellers. We did a Beverly Hillbilly takeover so of our neighborhood. this is like day six. I mean, I'm right next to the uh, power grid thingy, yeah. whatever. Right next to Willie's house. And so this is like day six of lockdown. Nobody can go. It's frozen, the frozen tundra out the here. The frozen tundra. Well, we have a couple of, Willie has a little stock pond that he stocks some fish, but it's it's a yuppie pond. It has a little bridge going across. I it. saw no, it. There's no mud. <laughs> I it, made no comment. It's embarrassing. <laughs> He's got little water generators in yeah. the water, yeah. so it do, doesn't freeze, I guess. I don't know what that's for. It had everything but a wilderness look about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so anyway, I wake up this morning because my dog has had to stay in the garage this entire time, which has been not good yeah. because it's too cold. So every time he's in this cage, because if he, at first I just said he can live in the garage. Well, after he destroyed that in an hour, <laughs> I said, no, nope, he's going to have to stay. I got to lock the door. So I open it up and let him out. He's running around. And so I go down to look at his pen because I thought, well, it's going to warm up. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, this thing, you can't even move the, the doors open. It's a foot of ice and there's nowhere to get in there. But I look. I say, what's that in the water? And most of that pond behind my house is froze up, and it's not a. It was not good for ducks. There's some yuppies have some pet ducks. They're like some of them are like these white ducks and weird looking. Well, I'm looking there, and I said, that's a green wing teal. I am looking, and I took my camera out because I said they're not going to believe this. I know that green wing teal is not tame. There, that is a wild from. Canada green wing teal. I zoomed it up, 
Green Wing Teal Drake. And I looked out there, and there were more. And if, if I could describe my neighborhood, for a bunch of Green Wing Teal to be flying around in the Piney Wood <laughs> Hills of Because we're, we're ridges. We're, we're a ridgeland. To get to this spot, this has been the greatest migration of all times for a Green Wing Teal to wind up right there that's a good sign so listen to this <laughs> so i i go running up slip up i forgot it was ice because i was trying to, i was gonna show missy i was like there was a green wing tail i got it so I, as i'm running my dog who i let out 15 20 minutes ago he's coming to me and he has a duck in his mouth and i'm like now he came from willie's pond so I went drop because I thought the I thought he had caught a tame duck. I picked the duck up. It was a dead shoveler. Now a shoveler. <laughs> went, now it's one thing to say, okay, it's a miracle. Green wing tails here. <laughs> now we got a shoveler that has died, and I'm thinking at the at the mouth of my dog. Now how did he catch it? How did he kill it? How did he? Ki- I know how he killed it. Chomp chomp. I guess. I guess, but normally a duck. I mean, it was like a limp shoveler. Like, it wasn't like he, was, you know, got it out of somebody's maybe, freezer. Maybe the ice and all, they lost their food supply, and he just, he was one know. of the victims. He fell victim to the current status. <laughs> so I came in and out. So I walked in the house. I should have thought this through carrying the dead shoveler. So Missy and all the girls screamed, and I like looked around behind me, and I was like, it's a dead shoveler. They were screaming because I brought the dead shoveler <laughs> in. And she's Tip- like. Typical yuppie women. It, there's, it's bleeding. I was like, babe, you don't realize. <laughs> Something's there is happened. A sh- there's some- this is the signs of the end of the world. <laughs> Something has happened here. A green wing teal is in the pond. My dog just re- retrieved a sh- dead shoveler that you didn't shoot that i didn't shoot it's not duck season <laughs> and she's like well are we gonna eat it i was like i can't eat a shovel <laughs> i'm not that fired up now the green wing tail oh he was i would have had to break the law yeah and so i wind up uh, i thought about that put it in the back of my truck and i thought be my luck you know i pull into the gas station there's, there's a game, game one he's like where'd you get that shoveler there boss i was like you're not gonna believe this <laughs> i have a story <laughs> And I would sound like as he's handcuffing me and taking me and reading my rights or whatever they do, I don't know. They're like, oh, yeah, so your dog retrieved it from your yard in yuppie subdivision. So I I have the shelter if you want to see it because I said, you're not going to believe this. But I don't know what's going on. So the teal were in the lake today? Yep. This morning. I have the video of the one. By the way, Jace, I made it. I couldn't make it to the boathouse. But I drove to the dog. I just wanted to see what it we looked like. We just lost all our viewers. They're like, what is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. The dog is a, is a creek that we own. <laughs> yeah. go ahead. It's, it's a dog bay. <laughs> it's 50 acres flooded field for duck season. We hunted it all year up to a couple of weeks ago. How many ducks were on it? It was zero and the entire thing all the way to the levee, the deeper part down there. Solid ice. Frozen. Solid ice. You know where they went? I have no my, idea. My neighborhood. My backyard. <laughs> yep. We are They ended up in the subdivision. They're in the subdivision, which is the worst thing. That That's hard have. times when it gets so cold that it runs ducks to subdivision. Well, I thought The every- bass pond had a few gadwalls and a ring necks sitting on it. Because it's deeper. Deeper. And it didn't freeze there, but the dog was out the bayou. It was all solid ice. You know what's funny is that pond had ice in it. I and- couldn't get past that because the road... The, the ice had bent the trees over, and I tried about a quarter mile of it. After after that, I said, you know what? It's not worth it. Well, by the so, way, so I'll wrap this up by saying to because I know we got a lot of fans and listeners of the podcast up north, Canada. So we just experienced, not even what you guys experienced, but a little taste of how you live yeah. all winter. And I just want to say, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to live like you guys do up there. Oh, I mean, it's got to be tough. I mean, I don't know how you do it. My hat's off to you. They Just, don't want to be hot. I guess not, but I don't what? want the ice around. I couldn't walk. I look like Rich. a 90-year-old man trying to get out of the bathtub Rich. walking around my you yeah. know, yard. Oh, it should rough. be a motivation for everyone in the north to come to Jesus. That's you right. read Second Peter 3. 
because I did pray for my Texans yep. next door because when 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 they lost the heat and all that, it's not that you can't get enough cover to cover up. You can make it. But I'm just saying. It was tough. It, it was pretty tough on them. I tell you what, Dad, that's a good idea. Why don't you offer up a prayer as we close out today for all of our folks that are unthawing over there in Texas? I would pray, Father, that my fellow Texans would remember uh, that their ancestors dating back the last 250 years were very tough men and women when they went out there and settled Texas and uh, and the scraps that followed with whoever uh, making it a part of this republic of the united states of america i would just go back father and ask them to go back and remember those days uh texans were known for their toughness and i would pray during a thing like this what it comes down to is just that just toughness with an attitude that these things come they pass and you get back to relatively normal and life goes on but to escape it all pandemics, floods, storms, hail, pestilence, whatever comes our way. Some coming from you, maybe some coming from the evil one. I just pray, Father, that they stay together, put their faith in you, because you, at the end of the day, will be the one that will judge us all. So I pray that they put their faith in you and not so much in their fellow man. But love them, but don't trust them and put your complete faith in them. These things happen. They will pass. I love all these folks from Texas. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for them here today. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.